Good morning, boys and girls. Uh, my name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and welcome to the Black Financial Channel. Today's word, the word for today is inflation. We're going to talk about how inflation is hitting the stock market like a ton of bricks. Uh, it's it's going to affect your stock investments. It's going to affect your money. But one good thing you can uh, rely on is that your friendly neighborhood finance professor is going to break this down for you so you can find out where the money's at uh, because every situation provides an opportunity and we're going to figure out where those opportunities are. So get comfortable, buckle up your seatbelt. We're going to get started on the Black Financial Channel right now. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That's theblackfinancialchannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I'm your friendly neighborhood finance professor. On the Black Financial Channel, we uh, discuss black wealth and black economics every single day, sometimes as much as 10 times a day under one condition. The condition is that we are black first. Black first means we put our community at the top of our priority list. We don't go save everybody else. We got to save ourselves first. We got to fix our own community. We got to go build in our own community, educate our kids, invest for the future. If you agree with this philosophy, put a hashtag B in the number one in the chat. Hashtag Hashtag B1B1 stands for Black First. Doesn't mean you have to be Black to be on this platform, but it does mean that you have to be okay with the fact that we are Black First, that we love ourselves. Ain't nothing wrong with loving yourself. All right, everybody. Uh, I want to say hello to uh, everybody. I see Edward Smith and Croy and DJ. Uh, DJ, is that DJ Ready With It? <laughs> I like that name. That's great. Uh, hello to everybody on Instagram. I see you, T Styles and Danny and, and B Bays. And uh, Instagram names are so funny, they're hard to say. And uh, I want to give a special shout out to a couple of interesting people um, I converse with lately. One is uh, one of my favorite rappers of all time, a guy named Immortal Technique. Uh, some of y'all might know him. If you're a hip hop head, you probably know about Immortal Technique. He's one of the best rappers out there. And uh, I've been chopping it up with him. And uh, I look forward to talking to him in person because I have a lot of respect for the guy's intellect. And the other one is uh, an economist. There's an economist by the name of Neela Richardson, Dr. Neela Richardson, who uh, I haven't talked to Neela in a, almost 15 years, I think, uh, but she's married to my homeboy from back in graduate school by the name of Chris Richardson. And this is a really smart black couple. Both of them have PhDs in economics. And, uh, you know, just like my wife and I, we have PhDs. And, and I'm going to tell you, it's ain't nothing more fun than when you get two smart black people in the same room, uh, you know, just making black love together and, and build a strong black family. So anyway, Neela Richardson, I saw her today on uh, CNBC. And on CNBC, uh, Neela was breaking down the implications of these extraordinary inflation numbers uh, that have popped out. Give me a yes or no in the chat. I'm going to ask you a quick question. Give me a yes or no. How many of you are aware of what's been going on with inflation? Give me a yes or no if you've seen what's happening with the inflation numbers, uh, how, how strong they were, how crazy they were. Uh, they, they were literally the highest numbers that you've seen in like 40 years. Like literally these numbers haven't been this high since 1982. Uh, that's pretty massive. Uh, that's quite a big deal. Uh, and that saw, that settles a certain debate. There's been a certain debate about whether or not the higher inflation was what they call transitory, meaning temporary, or if it was permanent, right? Like dating somebody, you know, is it a temporary relationship, a temporary love thing? Remember that from Full Force, <laughs> right? In one night, I could love you forever. That was such a great song, uh, but I'm gonna stop singing before I make somebody sick. Uh, but but you have your temporary inflation, and that's what um, uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell kept saying. This is temporary, not a big deal. Don't freak out. You know, it's, it's okay. Well, now that debate is over. As Dr. Richardson points out so accurately, uh, Neela Richardson, chief economist at ADP, I think that's the name of her company, she said, look, they put that word to bed. They stopped using the word transitory. They had thrown in the towel. They've given up this idea that inflation is transitory. That is a big deal. 
That is a very big deal. Why is it a big deal? Well, because that means now when it's since it's not transitory, that means it could be permanent. Uh, so that means that the Fed, uh, the Fed has a focused, very focused job now. Before, the, you know, the Fed always had a, what they call a dual mandate. Their dual mandate was uh, to uh, have full employment in the economy, meaning that, you know, have a job available for everybody that wants one, and then to control inflation and to hit the target of about 2%. Well, now inflation, if I'm not mistaken, has hit about 7%. That's three times greater than the target. That's crazy. You're, way, you're, you're missing the mark. That's way outside the mark. And uh, and so so this is this is crazy. And, and so with, with inflation, it's really interesting. Uh, you, not every part of the economy infl- inflates in, at the same rate. Right. It's not like a tire where if you inflate your tire, it's evenly uh, it's evenly spread out. The air is evenly spread out. No, this is like a tire that's lumpy. Right. Some areas have dramatic price increases. Some areas don't. Like I saw one of you mention the housing prices have gone up. That is true. Uh, in fact, the cost of, of of just being alive and having a place to live, whether you're talking about mortgages or rent, has gone up astronomically, which is a problem for the poor if they're renting. It's good for you if you're a homeowner. It's good for you if you're already planted and you own the house or you're looking to sell or you just want to you know, look at your assets or whatever. Uh, it's good for you. But the cost of living has gone up. Also, the other interesting thing is used cars. I think they said used cars went up like 30% or something in, in price in the last month. That's insane. I my 30, I, I was like 30%, not, not in a month, maybe year. It's gotta be year over year. Maybe it's year over year. Either way though, it's, it's, it's in, incredibly high, like incredibly high. So uh, ultimately uh, this, 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 these price increases are not spread across the board. Here's where, here's where the danger comes into play for the working class with these high inflation rates. So while the cost of living has gone up, uh, the cost of used cars have gone up. The price of food has gone up some ex- to some extent, not as much as the other areas. Wages, surprisingly, di- haven't really gone up that much. And I'm really surprised by that because, you know, you have things like the Great Resignation, where a lot of uh, employees are just walking away from their jobs. <clears throat> Excuse me. You have a lot of companies that can't hire workers because they have mandates or they or they've been firing workers like crazy because of the mandates. I always wondered how that was going to play out with wages, and I thought that maybe this would mean wages would go up, which they should, because we we haven't increased um, the minimum wage for a long time, and I think that we should increase it on a regular basis. Well, that isn't really the case. So this is kind of a a tough one, you know. When people talk about, uh, or they, you know, when people have claimed that inflation is a transfer of wealth from the poor to the rich, then this might be a good example of that. Uh, it's it's really a transfer from the consumer to the producer, uh, from the renter to the owner. Uh, you know, from the uh, employee to the employer. Uh, so this is real. This is a very big deal. And this is one of the reasons why it's very important for you to be invested in the stock market so that you can benefit from when all this inflation is taking place. Uh, if you're not invested in real assets or in stocks and things like that, then you're going to get hammered by this this uh, this inflation wave. If you are a, a regular, per- you know, no, no, no disrespect to anybody in this category, but it, long term, if you are a person that just has one stream of income from your job, and you have no investments and no assets anywhere, then it, what inflation does is it's literally coming along and literally dipping its hand into your bank account and pulling money out every year. Now, do I see another version of Venezuela? No, I don't, Brian. Um, although anything's possible, anything's possible. But right now, we're not we're not becoming Venezuela. I, I don't see that. I, I think Venezuela, you know, I, I, I you know, I'm not going to be anti-socialist because a lot of socialist ideas are very, very good. 
But one thing socialist countries aren't so good at is managing economics. I, I just don't believe they're very good at making money and protecting money. I, I'm just going to tell you the truth. They're real good at taking care of everybody, which I think is a, a very important thing. Um, but they're not so good at kind of understanding basic things like you can't just go print money forever and not expect there to be a, a complication to that. But then the United States has been printing money like crazy, too. So you can't act like the United States isn't somehow involved in some of these um you know, economic irregularities, if you want to call it. So it's really interesting. So I'm going to talk to you guys about some of the other things I've been noticing in the economy. If you could take one second, please hit that thumbs up button, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. I want to remind you guys also, if you have an interest in learning about stock options, how to write your own book, uh, Forex trading, uh, real estate investing, taxes and insurance or entrepreneurship, we are having a great generational wealth conference where we've gathered about, I want to say 12 experts in the black community who are experts on all those different things. Uh, Julian Gordon, uh, the genius that he is, helped pull this together. He's our dean of real estate in the Black Business School. Julian put together a, a masterful collection of the most brilliant black people out here. And uh, we're doing it this weekend. It starts Saturday morning. It's all virtual. You don't have to leave your house. Uh, just go to boycewalkins.com. It's right there at the top, link at the top. If you're on Instagram, just click the link in the bio and you can find the link to the Generational Wealth Conference. I guarantee you're going to love it. It's in the Black Business School. In case you don't know, in case you don't know, we are the best at what we do. We are the best on earth when it comes to black wealth. We focus on black people. We take care of the black community. Also, best of all, you can get started in a lot of black business school programs for free. Like tonight, we're doing um, black labor, white wealth. We do the book club every Wednesday where we're reading Dr. Claude Anderson books. I'm analyzing them for you, breaking them down. Uh, that's totally free. That's tonight at 830. Again, if you're on Instagram, it's the link in the bio, or you can go to voicewalkings.com and find all of that. The Generational Wealth Conference is not free, but the event tonight is free. So we have free stuff. We have some paid stuff. You know, it's kind of a blend, right? But but everything's reasonably uh, priced. So I think you'll like it. Anyway, let's go. Let's get back to it. All right. So here are a couple of other interesting things happening in the, in the economy. One, I saw that Apple is making a move with Major League Baseball. I'm always paying attention to Apple because I'm a stockholder in Apple. And I just think Apple's just amazingly good at figuring out ways to make more money. I don't think their growth rate is going to continue to be what it's been over the last five years. But Apple's just such a solid company. It's great. So I hear that they're bidding for Major League Baseball and Amazon is bidding for things like Thursday night football. So this is, uh, to me, an interesting shift in terms of how the tech companies are starting to get into uh, media. You know, how they're trying to they, like it's interesting because at first you kind of had the, the tech companies over here and then you had traditional media over there, the movie studios, the TV networks. The uh, you know the the recording studios, Universal Records, and all that. Then they they started kind of creepy crawling over to say, hey, we have the technology, we we control the masses, we we can reach the world. So then you get little things like Apple starts getting into the music business. Uh, you see Google's getting into music, and then they start getting into TV. You see Netflix was doing movies better than any Hollywood studio. When I spoke to Will Smith's brother Harry, I remember he explained how when Will Smith made that movie. Um, for Netflix, I forgot what it was called. It was where he was uh, a, a cop and his his partner was like a troll or something. Um, it, it was interesting because it was like, I remember him kind of saying that Netflix made a bid that blew the movie studios out of the water, like murdered the movie studios. They couldn't, Warner Brothers and all the, they couldn't compete with it. And uh, Bright, Bright, that's what it was. It was a good movie. It's called Bright. It's a great movie. I, I recommend it. And, um, and, and I remember just kind of like thinking about it. And I said, yeah, that's right. Because Netflix makes money every month. Warner Brothers only makes money when they have a new release. So ultimately, there's a different kind of business model there. So these tech companies are starting to really dig into media in a lot of different ways. Everything from uh, what's going on with Disney Plus, 
Apple TV, um, uh, what is uh, what is uh, Amazon Prime, uh, and now they're digging into live sports. Live sports is a huge cash cow for these streaming companies, so that's going to be a very big deal. Um, so I'm curious. Now, here's the big deal. I think Apple is going to do another couple of interesting things in the next two or three years that are going to really sort of shake the world, kind of break the internet a little bit. One is I believe Apple's going to get involved in the electric vehicle business. That's the first thing from a software standpoint or something like that. Uh, number two, I believe Apple's going to get involved in the metaverse. I think they're going to create a competitor to the Oculus that's going to you know, kind of kick Facebook in the butt a little bit. Uh, so I, I personally believe that Apple's going to make these moves. So I think Apple's a good long-term investment. Uh, a couple other things going on. Um, in terms of stocks you want to look at for uh, 2022, based on my research, uh, the stocks that, that tend to be the strongest in this kind of environment tend to be the stable, sturdy companies. Uh, you don't, the mean, meaning that you don't want to put all your money in Dogecoin and, and, or put all your money in crypto. Uh, you want to kind of spread it out. And uh, some areas that, that really have piqued my interest are uh, real estate investment trusts, uh, consumer staples, and healthcare. Uh, you know that those general industries. And if you're not sure what to pick, you can just pick a mutual fund that'll give you a diverse set of investments in those areas. That's real estate uh, investment trusts, uh, consumer staples, and healthcare. Those are the ones that are predicted to kind of do well in this weird environment that we're going into, where you're going to see Fed tapering. Uh, they're going to slow down their bond purchases, which means they're going to reduce the money supply. They're also going to increase interest rates, which also reduces the money supply. Because right now, what they're doing, they're on this runaway train. They're on, they're on this runaway train called inflation, and they're literally pulling the brakes like, like we got to stop this train before this sucker derails. And that's what they're they're, they're trying to deal with right now. Um, and, and so I'll conclude uh, with a couple other thoughts that I had. Um, one thing I want to ask you guys to do real quick is if you haven't done it yet, please hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. Also, uh, don't forget tonight we're meeting for the Dr. Boyce Book Club. If you go to BoyceWatkins.com, you can join for free. We're reading Black Labor, White Wealth by Dr. Claude Anderson. We're on page 200 of that book. I'm reading it to you every single week. We're going through it and analyzing every paragraph of that book because every black person in this country needs to understand the origins of wealth, how they stole your money, how you're going to get it back, how you're going to build your family, how you're going to win. I'm not here to talk about what's popular. I'm not here to try to be famous. I'm not here to do to do TikTok challenges and find out what's popping. I don't care about what the rappers are doing because a lot of the rappers, unfortunately, some of them are just flat out losers. They just happen to get a record deal. I'm here to show you how to win. So uh, Powernomics is, uh, is a book that breaks down how you win. After we finish Black Labor, White Wealth, and understand the past, we're going to read Powernomics, which means we're going to understand the future. So just go to boyswalkers.com. You can join the book club for free. And then tomorrow night, we're doing the Black Wealth Boot Camp. So if you want to take a look at the Black Wealth Boot Camp, feel free to also go to boycewalkins.com. The link is there as well. If you're on Instagram, the link is in the bio. Okay, last uh, couple quick points. Uh, as we move forward into 20, uh, 2022, uh, you know, my, my belief is that, uh, is that you, you, you really, in my view, I think you want to pay close attention to what's happening with the NFT market. Um, I think NFTs are really interesting. Uh, I'm not invested substantially in NFTs. I am going to, you know, like everybody else, put together an NFT collection and kind of see, you know, where, what that looks like, uh, learn about that space. Um, and I see NFTs kind of sort of blending with this metaverse conversation as well. I think those are two big buzzwords that are kind of, you know, kind of kind of making some things happen. Just be really careful about getting involved with any old project, though, because what happens is that when people get excited about something new, uh, you start seeing people pushing and releasing things all the time. Right. So ultimately, 
Um, I, I think with NFTs, uh, I, I've been sitting there with our crypto club. We have a crypto club in the Black Business School, and I talk to the experts a lot, and I'm just kind of processing it and thinking about it. And I really think that there is something there in terms of NFT technology. More importantly, the way it affects things like Ethereum. Uh, the, I believe the price of Ethereum is going to go up as a result of this. And so you're seeing these really interesting uh, developments also in DeFi. DeFi is kind of a big thing, too. So the, these sort of world-changing platform developing cryptos are kind of the ones that um, that I want to hold long term because I think that's where you're going to see a lot of growth. Okay. So anyway, guys, that's pretty much it. Those are my thoughts for today. I'm going to bounce one out of here. Uh, if you want to see my stock picks and, and stuff like that every week, feel free to join my stock market investing club. Uh, you can go to boycewalkins.com and find that as well. The first month is free. We meet every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern to talk about what's going on in the stock market. And I break that down for you as well. So uh, feel free to uh, take a look there, boycewalkins.com. All right, guys, I'm out of here. Have a good day. God bless you. Thank you for listening. And I will check with y'all later. Be good. Peace. 